Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Puzzling a True Crime Podcast. I'm Bailey. I'm Sarah. And I'm Tiffany. And we're, we're your host. <laughs> come on, Sarah. Sarah. We gave you... I, okay, oh, come okay. on. Three, we're going to do it again, okay? I'm Bailey. I'm Sarah. And I'm Tiffany. And, and we're, we're your hosts. host. There you go. <laughs> I almost forgot my name that time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm so stressed. Oh, my gosh, what do I do? Yeah. I was thrown off a little bit there. But, um, this is... Uh, Tiffany's episode this week. Yes, Woo. and we are recording right after Sarah's second part, so... Which, honestly, should I just upload that when I get home? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's one spot, I marked it in my brain, I that we have to edit, it. but... I already marked it. What if it's a different spot? What spot? 53 minutes. Yeah. Just under 53. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's the one I wrote I on my notes. I was just making sure that we got that. I like to make my life super easy. I want yeah. to take no more than 10 minutes. Okay, do you want to hear about when me and Sarah edited the podcast? <laughs> when, the I was, only... when I was back in PA. Oh my gosh. I literally <laughs> listened to the entire thing and just sat there and like... And cut things out. Like, it no, literally it took, took us, us... so long. It took us... It was like, what, an hour and a half long episode or whatever? It took yeah. us like four hours I to edit. I literally... I did that we for couldn't the first... even figure out how to cut a thing out. Command T. Um, yeah, well, no. We, we, <laughs> we spent... And then Sarah like reversed the audio... <laughs> I accidentally put the entire podcast in reverse and I could not figure out. No, it started off. It started off with like the first section that was reversed and then we got it back reversed and then all of a sudden the entire podcast was reversed (laughs) and we're like, what? Like we couldn't figure out how we reversed it or how we unreversed it. Like it was just such a mess. I don't even remember what we actually did to fix that. No, I have no idea. Oh, you figured all that out while I sat there and just waited for you to figure it out. It's such a mess. The first couple of episodes, I listened to the whole thing because that was when I was still in my um phase. Mm. And I was saying um every Yeah, second. you still are. You've gotten better. Not bitch. much. Yeah, yeah you've gotten bitch, better. I will, I will come across this couch and um, smother you. Do it. <laughs> At least I, actually, I don't have a lisp. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, let's look cute, okay? You die of, like, heat stroke. Oh, my gosh. It's... No, and that's the worst way to go. <laughs> it's so... Straight up. It is so Listen, odd. I've learned that people... I mean, I'm I'm complaining about it, too, but I've learned that everybody in Tahoe is such a bitch about the heat, and nobody likes it. Yeah. Nobody. For those like, of you who don't it, know, like, we spent, don't have AC here. I spent summers in Sacramento where it's, like... Over yeah, that's so. yeah, but they have AC in Sacramento in their homes. Yeah, but I mean, you're still outside. Dude, like, even down matter. in, like, Gardnerville, Carson, Minden area, it's like... I was in Gardnerville on Sunday. It was 97. No, I lived in Reno. I, I had AC. Horses. I was fine. It makes me want to vomit. I, like, I don't have AC here. outside. No, ew. Absolutely not. In 97 degree weather. Nope. It was fine. No, it's it not hot. fine. I, I bet your butt cheeks were sweating. Fine no, for actually. who? But I put my head under the hose, and I have a really funny picture of, like, the... Because I put it in my hat, mm-hmm. and then I just, like, filled my hat up with water and then put my head back up straight, and, like, the water was... I did that like... so much last year. We had a we had a worse heat wave last year. I just feel like this one's worse because it's constant. Like, last year was only a couple of days. No, I'm telling you, last year was way worse than it is this year. I don't agree. I think no, that... No, we were, like, we were, like, on the verge of 100 last year. I remember. I, I know, remember but it was, that. it wasn't for so long. Like, it did Yes, didn't... it was. It was, like, I the don't... entire... It was so hot. We I had record-breaking heat last summer. I don't remember it being that hot. We I had literally record-break... Well, I probably remember it because I was working for the post office, and I was outside 24-7, and I was like constantly monitoring <laughs> the heat. Well, I am. I hate the heat. I, um, Alex gets so mad because I'm such a bitch when I'm hot. And Sarah. he just, Sarah, this. Sarah, no, oh, you're so close. Sorry, this is more, um, 
headphone issues. Anywho. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with what Tiffany's saying. I think that last year, <laughs> there was a time where it was really fucking hot for like a week or two, but it has been like this for three weeks, and it's gonna get worse next week. It probably didn't feel as hot to you guys because of all the smoke clouding the sun. <laughs> that doesn't... Yeah. Then you wouldn't feel as hot. Oh, well, I was outside for it, so I don't know. Yeah, so was I. I'm confused I work outside. I'm looking it up. What is happening? I I just remember last year when we'd work outside. Plus, we didn't have the sunshades on the patio last year. So when I was working outside, first of all, I'm in a fucking parking lot, bitch. with a With a pavement ground. I'm working outside, running around, serving tables. Like, literally. It surprises me that they use part of the parking lot. Well, it wasn't, it didn't exist before COVID. What? The outdoor? Yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't exist before COVID, and then we got to keep it. But I just remember I would always wear, like, my bucket hat, and I would just douse in water and then put it on my face. I yeah, said water we were in high 80s, time. like, water. all summer last water. summer. Water. Water. I don't know. Whatever. I just feel like this year's worse, because it's just, it's just every fucking day is so hot. No, I genuinely feel like this year's better. Especially because, like, I can sleep better this year. I'm glad you're not as hot. Better. Well, my I don't fan, sleep when my I'm fan hot. broke, so maybe that's why I'm noticing it this year. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Sarah, how was uh, your past hour? <laughs> it was good. I liked that case, even though it made my brain bleed and my ears. Are you happy you're done now? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very happy. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I liked. I enjoyed researching it, and I thought it was an interesting case, but. It's just a lot. It's a lot to go through, like, that much information and try to tell it in a way that, like, you're satisfied the way that you've told it. And, like, I don't know. It's a lot. It's just a lot. Yeah. Um, I keep messing with the scab. Ew. I just Remember? picked shards of glass out of the palm of my hand during Sarah's case. From what? Um, I broke a glass in my hand at work today. Did you hear about... Like, shattered it in my hand. I watched this thing today on Snapchat about, like, MGK breaking a champagne glass on his face. Yeah, the performance. I hate MGK. <gasps> I'm just gonna put that. Oh, well, I kind of really like him, <laughs> so. Not my thing. I thoroughly enjoy MGK and Megan Fox. Um, but yeah, apparently he did that, and he was like bleeding everywhere, and like still performing, and just like had shards of glass protruding from his face the entire time. Jesus Christ! I just I don't I can't hurt myself on purpose. I just uh, told them, but I'll tell our listeners. Jason got. Uh, a splinter in his pinky at work today, like a really big one. And he asked his coworker to help him get it out for him. And instead of just pulling it back out the way it came, he tried to like push it through the other side, like with the fucking tweezers and just totally. Which is just monstrous. It, he just totally mauled Jason's fingers. So now Jason's fingers is just destroyed. But like, who does that? That's psychopath shit. You pull it yeah. out the way it came, not try to push it out the other side. What? Yeah, seriously. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm planning a bunch of trips right now. What trips? Um, so I'm potentially trying to go to Alaska next, <gasps> the end of next month oh, to go see. Can I come with you? Wait, Tegan. how much? Have you looked at plane tickets? They're pretty fucking expensive, Dang. but I really want to go see Tegan. I have a thousand dollars in flight credits right now. Yeah, but for what airline? Southwest. Yeah, they don't fly there. Work. Uh, wait, you have to fly. Never mind. You have to fly Alaska Airlines, but um, I want to go. I have friends in Anchorage also, and Jason I, I really want to go. Jason has family in Anchorage. 
Well, you guys. You have family. Up. I have friends. We have Tegan. Yeah. It would all work out for yeah. the, all of us, except well, I can't. All, okay, then I just can't. <laughs> Sarah, you can come with me. Um, I might be going to Alaska. I gotta figure out the details of that and figure out if I can swing it. And then my roommate and I are trying to plan a trip to San Diego, mm. and because I've never been, and just San do like, nice. a little roomy trip. It's very foggy in the mornings. I love that. So, are you thinking about San Francisco? No. Okay. No, San- I've been to San Diego. San okay. Diego's the same way. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Um, and then... I'm we going- went in May, though, so I don't know the difference. Like, if it's if it varies from month to month. Um, and then I'm also planning a trip back to Pennsylvania sometime in the fall. I was supposed to go home in, like, October-ish last year, and then the fire happened, and I ended up going home in September. But I'm trying to go home in October this year so I can see the fall foliage. Oh, I oh I bet it's beautiful it's out there. Gorgeous. Oh my god! I'm gonna gosh. go to a real pumpkin patch, not a fake ass one. Oh no, the pumpkin patch. Okay, is talk shit about Apple Farm or Apple Farm. Apple, Farm. <laughs> apple Hill, all you want, whatever. No, I love Apple Hill, and we are gonna go to Apple Hill. Yeah, and you got the cutest picture with Misty last year. Well, yeah, and we can my bring baby. Avery this year. Oh, oh my gosh! <gasps> Wait, can we dress her up as a pumpkin? Yeah, but speaking <laughs> of pictures, so when I was out at the ranch riding AJ, we went to Tractor Supply Company because. The, I can't go there and not go to Tractor Supply. Did you see the duckies? Um, yes, they had two ducks. And I, I have never been there. Um, so there, it's a great place to be. If, I mean, if you're in that. I know they have plate like things for tractors. That's all I know about them. No, it's a lot. <laughs> more than that. Um, but we got the smallest water trough that we could find. Stop it. So that we can fill it up like a pool for Avery <gasps> and take pictures. Stop it right it's now. It's really cute. And so it's actually still in my car because I haven't taken it out. But I was going to do that while we have the heat wave. We can just yeah. like put her in the... Oh, I'm so excited. It's literally like a million degrees. And I think that I could fit in there and like take pictures with her. And oh, I'm just so excited. I want to put like sunflowers in the water and be like a basic ass bitch, you know? You could do like the milk water. Yeah. Oh. It's, I'm so excited. And sh- oh my gosh. I can't wait. Can I be there? Yeah. It was I actually, can be there literally whenever you want me there. It was so. actually Aria's idea. And I was like, yep. Brilliant. We're running with it. Let's do it. And so I sent Jason a picture of the fucking water trough in the back of my car. Like, I had to put the seats down and everything. And he was like, why? And I was like, um, for pictures. And then eventually when she outgrows it as a pool, I can use it as like a garden bed. And he was like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, he, but I, like, didn't, I didn't tell him how much it costed, though, so. Well, he doesn't listen. Do you want to say it? Uh, it was $140. Oh, that's not bad. No, I mean, like, <laughs> granted, I have no idea how much it costs, but, like, that doesn't seem bad. That's, like, no, because I that's can like multi- a kid's pool anyway. I mean, I can multi-purpose it is, like, the whole thing. Like, I can keep it for a long time, you know? Yeah, and, like, you can fill it up with hose water, so it's, like, ice cold but because it's metal it's metal right yeah yeah it'll the sun will heat it up really fast right. so it's not gonna be like you're dipping your daughter into ice cold water right which is really nice i know because that was always like the her. worst <laughs> part for um like when we had like above ground pools when i was a kid at my in mm. my backyard and like the worst part was filling it up and like not being able to get into it because it's too cold <laughs> right so, and I was a kid, not a baby. Yeah, I'll update you on when we're going to do those pictures. Probably in the next week. While it's... Hot, hot as hot, hot, hot. hell. Literally. Yeah. I don't we, know how people in, like, Phoenix day. do it. Well, Brittany and Skylar are going to be up here this weekend, so I definitely want to do a beach day this weekend. Uh, weekend can we... Oh. Can not we do it e- Sunday? 
Yeah. If Jess I, is going to be here my, Sunday, too. I get my schedule tonight at some point. So if I work a morning shift Saturday or Sunday, I can do it. But Okay. Well, let me know what your schedule looks like. Then. Yeah, I will. Well, okay. I'm still working at the stupid post office on Saturdays. Yeah, that's... I don't know why you did that. It's, well, I'm trying to save for a wedding. So <laughs> I'm trying to, like, use my full-time job as, like, my necessities, and then everything I make from the post office just right into my savings account right. for my wedding. That's smart. That is smart. So I might be there longer than I want to be, but I don't know. I, every Saturday that I go in, I'm like, why am I here? I hate this place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's <laughs> horrible. And it's literally only getting worse. Dude, once I got a new job, I hated my old job well I hated my old job before I got the new job right like I actually was okay with my job until I got a new job and I saw the light at the end of the tunnel and then I was like fuck this job and then I took it (laughs) yeah but I I think I only hated it because I'd been there for too long and like I had a new job and was just wanting to get out you know yeah I get it yeah I started to hate TSA and then I was like it wasn't a bad job. Like, I was able to be a bitch to people, and it was, like, pretty much encouraged, <laughs> which is really nice. My dream. Yeah, it's really nice. Like, my boss would literally tell me to, like, stop apologizing to people. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. And she's like, don't tell me you're sorry either. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, well, you got to be, like, an authority figure. Yeah, so I eventually learned that, like, how to do that. And then I was, I just, I wasn't, I was nice to people until they annoyed me or gave me a reason not to be nice to them. And then right. I was just a bitch. But, um, but like, that was the only good part of that job. And then I was, like, the days just dragged and stuff. And I was so excited to start at the post office. And even when I was working 80-hour weeks, my paychecks were, like, 3,200. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, I can deal with this, right? (laughs) And then after I got burnt out with that, I'm like, I was sick of just, like, a seven-hour day. I'm yeah. like, I hate this place. Like, I need yeah. to get out of here as soon as I possibly can. You know, and like, for me, the phone would ring, and I'd be like, fuck my job. <laughs> yeah. So. I got, like, five phone calls today, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, okay. like, ups and downs. I have sure. my work cut out for me tomorrow, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, well, are we getting into it? Does anyone yeah. want to talk about anything else, or should we just go? Um... My dog's being really cute. If She's anybody sitting cares. next to her auntie. Yeah, I got a really cute picture of her. I posted to the story, so I hope you guys saw it before it disappeared forever and ever. <laughs> Bless oh, you. Oh, that startled Misty for sure. Sorry, Misty Moose. Misty went to the beach today and had a grand old time, apparently. With Estebanita. Estebanita, and um, apparently a chihuahua scared her. <laughs> so, <laughs> shocker, because she's a Did giant baby. Did you say baby. a chihuahua? Uh, no, he actually didn't say it out loud to me. Um, I think he did, actually, when he got here, but I didn't really pay attention. Wait, so he just, like, picked up Misty and took her to the beach? Yeah, okay. So, he's a really bad influence on me, actually, because... I'm trying to get in shape for my wedding. Granted, I still am drinking enough beer to not do that. But I want to get in shape for my wedding. Not necessarily I'm trying, but I want to. And he comes over and he's like, I'm still hungry. And I was like, okay. Like, what? (laughs) I told you I only had salad. And he's like, let's go get Taco Bell. And I was like, how about no? Like, I'm on a diet. And he's like, come on, you're not on a diet. You're still going to eat Taco Bell. And I was like... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I told him, like, I or- we ordered it on his phone, and he just went and picked it up and then brought it back t- for me. 
And of course, it was like a whole cravings box <laughs> that I got to pick out like each item for myself. I didn't eat the taco though, so I guess that's one thing. And then also like a large Mountain Dew, which is horrendous for me, but I'm obsessed with Mountain Dew, so. Lauren has enlightened me on the um, powers of intermittent fasting, and I've been doing it for like four days now, and I think I'm dying. I feel like um, I basically do that anyway, so I feel like I could do it. Well, that was my thing, and now that I can't eat, I'm hungry. If I, I could do like a 12 think to about eight. it like you can't eat, like the whole thing is that you can only eat for eight hours a day. So if you're super hungry at like 11 o'clock in the morning, you can eat, but then you can't eat after seven. Right. So like, yeah. that's the way you have to think about it because that that's how like I lost 60 pounds in college. Well, really? and working out a ton. But Sarah, we need to go to the gym together. I know it's that really needs to happen. I go, yeah. I go every day. You guys, come yeah, with me? no, it's we the, can't go with you though. though. Yeah, we literally you can't can go with her. you. You can, can bring her. Yeah, he won't care. Okay, he loves. If kids. I can bring her, then I'm you down. can totally bring her and like. Okay, I guess I won't go with you guys. Whatever. Why? <laughs> Why? I can't be out of commission for an hour. I used to do it all the time. Yeah, but do you know how much John calls me nowadays? Yeah, same. And I would just ignore his calls and be like, sorry. No, like, it's because we've had some issues. Sarah knows what's going on. But because of everything going on, like, he's literally calling. We talk at least at least 15 times a day. Yeah, I mean. Like, constantly. That'll change, and then you can come. I know, but for now. Well, me and Sarah can go. I can only go at 6. I'm not going at 6. 9.30? Sure. Okay. I'm going tomorrow, 9.30. There's no way I got sex, dude. Yes, there is. You just choose not to. Dylan won't even... Uh, uh, I don't care if I say his name. He doesn't care either. Probably not. Uh, Dylan? I saw him today. Dylan? It's like, good morning! Where? <laughs> At the gym. I went to the gym. Oh. I just didn't go to class. <laughs> uh, no, no. He's coaching Maya Bean. No, it's because Tiffany leaves He uh, is coaching a flag football camp this week so he's not even there at 9 30 but like it's my friend mark that's coaching and he will not give a fuck okay i really wish dylan would open up his own gym again uh, yeah. he's trying good i'll go yeah no i straight up told him and that so will alex alex hates this gym. i straight up told him that if he gets his own gym again that like i'm there same so cool. yeah All dylan right. you're not listening to this i'm sure but <laughs> we thoroughly enjoy you yeah i love that man so much. He's great. He did say he would DJ your wedding if you want him to. Just saying. Well, according to my dad, who is wrong, it's cheaper than a band, but I want a band. Whatever. You do so you. does it's Alex. Your wedding. It's your wedding, not mine. Yeah. Shout out to Tommy for hooking me up on a band for my wedding. Right. I will do my wedding that is not happening anytime soon. That's okay. You're still young. I didn't even meet Alex until I was your age. True. Yeah, so... Well, you were 23? Yeah. That's so weird. Hold on, I turned 20... Yeah, I was 23. Okay. So, hey. <laughs> you got potential. Uh, we'll see. And you're young and cute. I am pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so are we ready to get into my case? Wait, yeah. So satisfying. <laughs> Thanks, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So this is another unusual suspects episode that I watched. And this happened on June 20th, 1997. A 911, 
911 call came into the Sarasota Police Department from Sarasota, um, Florida. It was the neighbor of Jan Scott and Henry Keneva. Jan was pretty beaten up and, like, had basically crawled her way over to her neighbor's house to call the police. Oh, my God. Yeah. um, Her neighbor says that she can barely speak because her throat is closing up. So, like, they needed to get there. Police rush to the scene and find 50-year-old Jan Scott, who was beaten and had a severe neck injury, causing her to not be able to speak. She was barely clinging to life. As she was being rushed to the ER, police entered her home where they knew her 76-year-old boyfriend, Henry Keneva, would still be. Wait, I'm sorry, how old is she? She's 50, he's 76. Oh, okay. It's like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Now that it's like, I don't know, I love Kristen. (laughs) But it's like the same kind of difference. Um, they found him with a belt wrapped around his neck and a cut that started at his chin and ended at his groin area. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And they said that it looked like it had been done with a razor. Oh. I, yeah, don't know why, but it was there. Detective Mark Brewer is the lead detective, and it was actually his first case as lead detective, and he was wondering if the razor mark on Henry's body was a signature of something or just, like... Something that maybe ensured that he was dead. Like, did he, is he going to react if we do this? Like, I don't know. He also noticed that all of the drawers were pulled out and gone through to make it appear like as like it was ransacked. But the cash and credit cards were undisturbed that were, like, on top of the dresser, which made them think that they were searching for something in specific. But it makes me think that it was... A staged yeah. robbery. Yeah. And I'm wondering, we'll find out later what they were actually looking for. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe they said that just because they did end up finding out that it they were looking for something specific. Like to seem like they were all smart and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of wondering because I don't know. I, just, I would think staged. I would think staged also. So I don't know. Maybe they're just saying that like, oh, we knew this from the get go. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Uh, they found the tip of a latex glove. And they bagged that for evidence, as well as cut phone phone lines on the exterior and interior of the home. So someone came around the house, cut the phone lines, and then entered the home, cut the phone lines inside just to, like, ensure that there would be no f- I, available phone lines. I always forget that, like, cell phones weren't a thing, and I'm like... Cut the phone lines. I, I know. Like, what do you mean cut the phone lines? <laughs> I, right? In 1997, like, we have corded phones still. It's right. wild. Yeah. <laughs> They also found a freshly disposed cigarette butt that was also set in for examination. And they knew that it was freshly disposed because um, it was, like, pretty... It wasn't, like, cold out, but it was very dewy on the grass and whatnot from... I mean, obviously, we're in Florida. Like, it's very humid there. There's a lot of moisture. And the cigarette butt was dry. So they knew, like, it hadn't been dewed over. So it was a new, fresh cigarette. Right. Um, they, the glove ended up actually being a dead end. Like there was no DNA that they could get off of the glove, but the cigarette had DNA on it and it didn't match either one of the victim's profiles. So they're assuming that this is the killer. They started canvassing the neighborhood and basically everyone had nothing but good things to say about the couple. (laughs) Oh, Capone. 
Oh, he's so <laughs> cute. You guys, I have the cutest cats ever. Oh, I'm big stretch. Oh, he's. I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but Capone, the one that just meowed, is literally 19 pounds. He's <laughs> yeah. a massive. He's a chonky 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 boy. Yeah, he's massive. He's Capone. so sweet and so cute. And I don't know why he's meowing. I fed them earlier. Anyway. Yeah, both were hardworking, respectful people. And they just, like, police had, like, they were so confused. Like, who would want to harm this couple, you know? And the first lead that popped up was a man named Mike Johnson. He was a bit of a shady character that worked with Henry at the car dealership where Henry worked at. Johnson was the top sales employees for the uh, employee for the dealership, and as I said, a bit shady. And Henry was kind of the one to look at him and like question him about things, like shady deals and and whatnot. Like Henry was the honest guy that would tell the customers the honest truth about things, and Mike would just do things to make a sale, which is why he was the top salesman. Right. So like. He was kind of getting called out. Yeah. Yeah. Henry was the only one that would just call him out on his bullshit. Right. A month or so before he was murdered, the company held a monthly... Okay, this is wild. A monthly steak and beans meeting. (laughs) Okay? So, get this. The top sales employees get to eat steak at the dinner, at the meeting, and the bottom sales employees get to eat beans at the meeting. That's so fucked. That is terrible morale. I wouldn't even go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's so funny. I'd be like, I'll go work for a different dealership. Like, screw you if you're gonna give me beans while everyone else eats steak. Like, uh-uh. What? Yeah, that's so rude. <laughs> just throw the beans away. No one's coming. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, seriously, just eat your damn steak. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that was like... Uh, it's I don't bizarre. Know. It's bizarre, yeah. That's, that's a good word for it. Anyway... Uh, Johnson called Henry a cheapskate at this meeting, and Henry reacted by throwing beans at Johnson. Like, he, he like, flicked his spoon or whatever and, like, threw beans at him. I would, too. I would, too. Like, screw this guy. <laughs> Wait, um, but if you're a top salesman, can you get steak and beans? What if you want both? I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, like, I wasn't there. Okay, what's the cut of steak? I don't, it didn't say, okay? It's just, it's just steak and beans. Look, my thing is just like, what if I want some beans to wash down my steak? Is it like you only get steak? Fuck the beans. Those are for the peasants. Or like, can <laughs> I also have some beans? I, listen, I don't really, I'm not a bean person, so I beans, only beans. want, beans. I only beans. want steak. Beans, beans, beans. The more you eat. No, no the, the magical fruit. fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the better you feel. So let's all eat beans at every meal. Yes. Woo. Why are you staring into my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I was <just> saying that. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> We're having a moment. We are having a moment. Anyway, okay, off the beans conversation. Whatever. <laughs> it got me. It got me going. Yeah, so... um. They yelled at each other quite a bit, and Johnson had told another co-worker of theirs that he needed a gun to, quote, take, take care of some things. Isn't it always, I'm just gonna take care of it. Yeah, which is very sus. Uh, Johnson got fired right before Henry was murdered, and Detective Brewer left his phone number with some family and friends of Johnson's because he couldn't get a hold of him or find him himself just quite yet, and then waited. And the next day, he gets a call from Johnson himself. He sounded nervous on the phone and was just being, like, sketchy and weird about things. 
and was questioning why police were looking at him. He also mentioned that he knew Henry was strangled, which wasn't public knowledge. Like, they didn't release how he had died. Suspicious. Very. Uh, police had been keeping the, that close to their chest, and, you know, like, I'm sure everyone listening to this understands, like, well, they do too. that. Yeah, they yeah. do that because they want the murderer themselves to slip up and um, say something that hasn't been released that right. they couldn't have found that, out. Or if there's, like, a confession, they can make sure it's not a false confession. Because people come forward, like, weirdly often to say, like, Why? Oh, I, did I don't this. get that. I, I don't they're either. M- mentally unstable. Like, they, people like that definitely have like some mental problems that they need to oh, do that? have worked out <laughs> obviously <laughs> but like we don't understand it because we don't have that mental tiffany's double fisting right problem now. this and one's almost gone look at her fucking toes oh i mess with my feet a lot because <laughs> don't judge me i hate that i hate Why everything about that? that you were she was Ew! Doing, she was doing it to the microphone cord earlier no i wasn't fuck. i didn't do that to my yeah cord. you were i was watching you Oh, maybe I do it subliminally, because I... Subliminally? <laughs> Sub- subliminally? Subconsciously? No, subliminally. No, subconsciously. No, no, subconsciously. What does subliminal mean? Subli- like, if you're sending a subliminal message, it's like, you're saying one thing, but you mean the other. Yeah. Like, it's like... Subconsciously is... I know what subconsciously means. Well, I just thought that like if I, subliminally if I, like, was the same. No, like, if I looked was at... too. If I looked at Bailey and we we're like, have you ever thought about, like... Braces? Murdering someone? No. I'd be like, your teeth are fucked, you know? Like, that's a... Yeah. Like, I'm okay, not yeah. saying it, but I am. Yeah. Whatever. I move my feet a lot, and it. I do it in bed a lot too. I get Ooh, my dad does the same. Yeah. God, my dad does the same thing, way. and like I get. I think I just. I think it's like a genetic thing. My I don't know. That way, and I hate it. And Alex will literally like put his legs on top of my feet and like stop, and then I'm like, mm. but then the second he pulls away, my feet just like start doing it. I can't stop That's it. Like kind of autism. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It is. Okay, well, maybe I have autism. I don't know. Oh, but also ADHD. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I have that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I was saying, maybe I, was I have both. I'm having feet and Sarah goes down to autism. <laughs> There's like this girl on TikTok and she has autism and she's always like, all a little autistic. Oh, though. I took a test. I literally took a test, and they said I was probably either had Asperger's or autism. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true though. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't see that. I can't. No, see I think I do though. Low-key. Whatever, nothing wrong with that. It's fine. I'm happy the way I am. Good, you should be. Listen, I'm just saying I'd rather have an autistic child than a dead child. There Vaccinate you your damn kids. True. Thank there you. you. PSA true for today. Vaccinate your kids. And if you don't agree, don't listen. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We're not going to get into all that. Um, <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Based on that phone call that Detective Brewer had with Johnson, he was pretty much convinced that Johnson was the murderer. Brewer claims that this is one of the strangest interviews he has ever done and said that Johnson was acting a bit erratic, like he had drank far too many cups of coffee before the interview. So he was just, like, hyper and, like, talking and, like, moving weird. Like, he... Dude, if I... I don't know. Maybe he had ADHD. Like, me, apparently. I don't know. (laughs) I barely drink coffee, and, like, every time I do now, my... I get, like, heart palpitations. Yeah. Um, I'm not supposed to drink coffee before one o'clock, and so I've been dying in the mornings. Oh, I believe that. There was Monday. It was like 
it was my second day of training with Sarah, and I texted her at like 7.55, or no, I think it was like 7.50, and I was like, I'm on my way, and she was still in bed, and she's like, why the fuck is Tiffany on her way to my house right now? Like, does she know what time it is? I totally and then forgot. she totally forgot that she was training me. I was like, me. just waking up, and I was like, what the fuck, Tiffany? And then I get there, and Sarah's literally like half dead. <laughs> I need coffee. She was literally half dead. I walked in and I was like, oh, she clearly just rolled out of bed and like came down here. I did. I before did. I walked I'm in. I'm not a morning person. I love being a morning person. Ugh. I wish I had an easier time waking up because I also enjoy being a morning person, but I'm not, you know? No, I enjoy nothing about the mornings. No, your days just feel so much longer. That's the only reason yeah, I like it. that's the worst. I want my days to be as quickly No, as I'm tired of getting older. I don't want them to go by fast anymore. No. When I was young, I wanted to get older faster. I it was fine. Wait until I'm like 40. Wait until you're my age. Well established with money. Okay, well, let's you keep can't going. Sleep. I want to go home and shower. <laughs> anyway, like his body language and stuff just made it seem like he was being a bit sketchy. And uh, the latex glove was brought up, and Johnson just openly said, well, I would be a suspect then, right? Because my sister is a nurse and she has those at her house. What? Why would yeah, you he just give like that information? Voluntarily offered that up. Like, they didn't mention okay. his sister or her profession or anything. Weird. So, also very sketchy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he also mentioned that Henry was frugal with his money and had stacks of cash saved up. Which, this is like his work enemy. Like, how would he know that about him right you know like it's not like henry was going around saying like oh yeah i'm like really good with my money i have all of this money in my account or like in my house or whatever so that was weird um and his alibi that night was just i was out that night uh, okay <laughs> where no. no that was literally the extent of his alibi i was you out that night say where i no. i mean not according to the episode that i watched that, like, they said that that was the extent of their of his alibi. This guy's not doing a good job. No. This guy's really not even trying. Not even a little bit. He's trying to get caught. Yeah, seriously. Uh, they gave him a polygraph, and it came out inconclusive, but they had nothing to hold him on or charge him with, and that was frustrating to investigators, so they had to let him go. But before they did, they did obtain his DNA to um, match to that cigarette butt. I'm guessing it matched. Okay, that's a good guess. Does it? We'll get there. <laughs> Once Jan regained consciousness after literally clinging for her life, she still couldn't talk yet, so she wrote on a notepad. Do you want to guess what she wrote on that notepad? His name. No. Johnson. No. Car dealership. She said, how's Henry? She had no idea that he was dead. I thought she was going to, like, give a clue. No. Isn't that so sad? Like, that broke my heart. Yeah, pretty sad. And as she was saying this in the episode, she literally just, like, started bawling. Like, Mm. poor thing. She recounted the night and everything that happened, and she said that she felt like she was having a bad dream while her legs were being held down by one person, and the other person started beating her head and choking her. She remembered the suspect saying, die, bitch, and that should do it, as she was about to pass out on her bedroom floor. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, When she awoke, she knew Henry was still in bed, and the house was, like, still and quiet, and she knew that, like, the intruders were gone. 
she couldn't bring herself to look up at him to see how he was. Like, she just needed to... That's probably a good thing, though. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I think she was just mainly focused on, like, getting out of the house and getting, getting help, out. especially yeah. because she was 26 years older than him. Like, she was 50, he was 76, and... Younger than you mean. Did I say older? Yeah. Oh, yeah, younger. Um, And she knew that, like, she was more in shape to be the one to, like, get out and go get help for them both. Right. So, I think it was, like, a bit of, I can't look at him and know what happened, but I also, like, need to go get help in case there's, like... In case he's still okay. Yeah, yeah. in case he can be helped. And that's all she can remember from the night. And she had no idea who it was or why they would have been attacking them. Did she just not see their faces or she didn't recognize them? She didn't see their faces. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. She would have recognized them. Um, it appeared that the intruders knew the layout of the home because they entered through the back door, which had a broken lock. So, like, even if it was locked into position, you could still just push it hard enough and it would just open. Oh, so, like, my front door. Yeah, good, good, um, telling everyone that. No one knows where I live. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but if locked, you lock it, it's not gonna yeah, open. if it's locked, it's fine, but otherwise it doesn't latch, so, like, the wind will blow it open. Yeah, so, like, even if theirs was locked, it would still open. I mean, not by the wind, but, like, if you pushed it hard enough, it would just That's not wide open. Safe. No, it's not, and they should have gotten it fixed, but... Yeah. They never did. I'm okay. And, again, that's not, like, victim blaming. Like, that's just... No, no, no. But... You know, like, that's something that if that happens to you guys, please get it fixed. Please fix that. You know? I, I'm one to talk. I should fix my door. You <laughs> really should. <laughs> Misty pushes that shit open every time we come over to your house. I know. She's learned. <laughs> um, and they were also able to find their way home, like, through the dark with ease, making the detectives think that it's someone close to the couple. Okay. The first person after Johnson that they want to look at that would definitely know the layout of the home was Jan's only son. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if they're not friends, then he's not going to know what the house layout is. Like, it's not like he's been there. No, but think about, like, maybe when one of them first started and he invited him over for dinner or, like, something like that mm, is very possible. Well, listen, we're <laughs> different. Um, but... That's a possibility. Like, professional places. Like, sometimes they do that, you know? Who knows? So, who knows? Yeah. Um, His, so Jan's son, his alibi for the night of the murder was that he was at work the entire time. And the cameras, even in 1997, the cameras showed that he was on shift the entire time. So, he was pretty much immediately eliminated. Okay. However... Police start to gain suspicion of his roommate because when they were there, he was just being like weird and avoiding the police. And if they tried to ask him anything at all, he would just like shut down and like not talk to them. He would not be questioned by police, which is also very sketchy and suspicious. Um, And the more they dug into, into like the money that Henry had saved up, the more they just couldn't find a necessary link, except for the fact that, like, so Jan is a survivor, mm-hmm. obviously, but they weren't married. So it's not like she gains his inheritance if he uh, dies. It's not next of kin. Cause she's no. Not yeah. Kin. So she would have no reason to set up this ploy, like, 
kill my boyfriend. But also she got beat like, me. seriously. Well, injured. yeah, and she was like on the verge of death. Like right. if this was so I don't think police or investigators ever had any suspicion that she was possibly involved. Mm. Um but I just wanted to like throw that out there that yeah. she would have known that she d- didn't have anything like that. So she like wasn't really looked at at all. Right. And the fact that she was literally on the verge of death. Like Right. If she was being less severely, then maybe it'd be a little bit more suspicious. Right, but not at that point. Yeah. Detectives soon found out that Henry was actually still legally married and also had two kids with his estranged wife. Mm. Adult kids at this point, but still. That means that half of his money would go to his wife and half would go to his children if he were to die. So he had $1 million dollars. And, like, that's a lot. That's a lot in the 90s, too. Yeah, especially in the 90s. And that's a lot to inherit. And, I mean, let's be real. People have killed for much less Mm -hmm. than a million dollars or half a million or a quarter million, you know? Absolutely. So, of course, police went and questioned them. And they were, all three of them were completely understanding with why police were there. Like, they understand this protocol. They immediately gave up their DNA, like, please just eliminate us and get the real guy. Right. And that's exactly what happened. They were all eliminated. So he, they, like, none of them were suspects anymore. Mm -hmm. And then police uncover something that shocked his entire family. Apparently, Henry was known as a silver fox, meaning that he was flirty and outgoing and he would have a girlfriend here and a girlfriend there and, like, constantly be dating new women and whatnot. Right. And one of those girlfriends ended up having his child, David. Oh, my God. The second son, third child of Henry's. And his estranged wife and neither one of his first two children knew that this child even existed until after his death. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, but David knew of them. So he knew he had two older siblings, but neither one of them knew that they had a younger sibling. Okay. And that also means that now, instead of it being split into, like, a half for the wife and 25 and 25 for the siblings, it's now going to have to be split into a third for the siblings. Okay. Which doesn't really matter, but that's that means that another person is standing to inherit that money. Mm-hmm. So Sharon and Jeff are his two first children. Uh, they went to meet David and tried to welcome him in with open heart, open arms since, open you know, arms. that was their <laughs> brother. But David didn't really care for Jeff and Sharon. Like, he was essentially embarrassed or jealous or whatever that they were both established, hardworking, professional people. And he was struggling in his own life to make ends meet. Like, he was working for... Speaking of our organ lady, we love you. Um, he was working for like a a pest control place. Okay, this is the like illegitimate. Yes, concept. yeah. Um, he also oddly seemed to understand far too much about the estate laws in Florida, which was suspicious to Jeff and Sharon, especially because David is only twenty one. Oh, like how how and why for someone who isn't in school. You work for a pest control company. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he know so much about estate laws? Right. You know? That's yeah, weird. Yeah, that's weird. 
He also, like, recently started to try to become closer and closer to Henry, and he even spent Father's Day with him on David's account five days before Henry was murdered. Okay, so Henry knows about him, but the other siblings, and they don't. Correct. But the new girlfriend does. Because I, I mean, if she, if they were I would assume so. Um, however, that wasn't really clear. Okay. So, yeah, I would assume that Jan did know about the third son, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, I, don't, I can't say for certain. And David doesn't really help himself either because he was already, like, excited and making plans for what he was going to use that inheritance for. Okay. And, like, what he was going to buy with it and stuff. Like, he wanted a jet ski. That was, like, the one thing that really... What a fuckboy thing to buy. Right? Okay. That was, like, the one thing that really irked Jeff and Sharon was, like, that he said, oh, I want to buy a jet ski with my inheritance. So they were, like, mm, he knows way too much about the estate laws, and he's, like, already excited to use this money. What's going right. on like here? Like, he's been thinking about it. Yeah. And he just, like, didn't seem broken up at all at the fact that his father was just murdered. And his only alibi was his then fiance agreeing that he was home that night. Mm-hmm. Which, like, sure, that's still another person's word, but that's a very weak alibi. Yeah. Right. There's no way to prove that. There's no way to prove that she is also not covering for him. Right. And he also was given a polygraph uh, test and he failed, which is also Shocker. not a cute look for him. Right. But I mean,. It's not admissible in court. No, correct. And straight up... But it still looks weird. If... Even if I was innocent, and I knew for sure that I was innocent, and somebody said, like, the detectives were like, we want you to pay, take a polygraph, I would be like, mm, not happening. You yeah, know? I got anxiety, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah. My... <laughs> seriously. I've been in the hospital for it. My anxiety would be through the roof. I would feel that shit so fast. Right. So, I mean, who knows? Like, they're they're not reliable. They're not admissible for a reason. Um, the FBI profile also stated that it would most likely be a family member. So, I don't know. I mean, he looks pretty, pretty sus. Right. But also, so did Mike Johnson. That's true. So, who knows? Yeah. Uh, they were forced to release him due to lack of evidence, um, but not before obtaining a DNA sample from him as well to compare to the cigarette butt. And at this point, poor Jan... She's, and like if you watch, I literally like started crying in, like when I was watching the episode because she just seems like the sweetest little thing. Like I just want to hug her. Aww. Um, she was so scared for her life for good reason. I would, be and too. especially now that she lived alone, like she was released and went back to the like her home where her boyfriend had died and she was beaten half to death like what do you do when you come home and like do the people come and clean out all like the blood first like the hazmat people yeah you have to to get crime scene uh cleaners out there so like they clean up the mess at least but like but still just the memories alone like right like i there's i don't think there's any chance in hell i would be going back to my house well also like this is kind of a shitty thought but like you're also now alone in that house and like if yeah, exactly. If you were going to be scared with someone there, like, you're for sure scared now. Yeah, and knowing that, like, they they tried their best to kill you. Yeah. And now you're in that home alone without somebody to protect you. Yeah. Even though the person that you thought could protect you couldn't. 
Yeah. Like, it's just extra. I just, I can't imagine the way that she was feeling. No, it's, I mean, it's terrifying. Yeah, so she was just, like, she needed these people caught ASAP. You know, like, she was, she was petrified. And she was constantly calling the police department, like, any word, any word, any new suspects, like, what's going on? Um, in the hopes of speeding everything up, Jan is seen by a hypnotist and is able to recover one more memory that her brain had blocked out originally. Okay. And that was the fact that one of her attackers was wearing a green polo shirt with a crown emblem on the left top-hand corner. Okay, so... I don't think I know any companies that have, or, like, brand, like clothing brands. Neither do I. Um, so, they didn't really know what that was about. So, what they did was, they're looking at this as Henry being the target, since he was the one killed. Mm-hmm. So, they start looking at every dealership that is a rival to Henry's dealership. Um, pretty much every dealership any anyway, like in the surrounding areas to see if any of their uniforms had a green polo with a crown on it. But honestly, though, like, <clears throat> it's not that deep, though. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't get, like... It's not that deep, bro. <laughs> well, like, I don't get... My old boss used to be like, ooh, it's one of our competitors, and what if he comes and, like, kills my daughter? And it's like... No. No one's gonna... I just don't get why you would think that. Like, it's not that deep. I don't know. I, I just, wouldn't I don't get think it. that either. I but, I mean, that's the only thing they had to go on. It's just... Okay. So, they went on it. And they found nothing. At all. Of course, because you don't just kill other people because they're doing better than you in business. Like, that's weird. Right. Exactly. Like, that makes you a legit psychopath. Yeah, and, like, sure, it's weird. possible. But, like... It's not plausible. But no, it's possible. But- I don't know. But, yeah, they came up with all dead ends. And they think that this, like, may not be a valid lead. And they think that maybe she was just thinking of, like, she, when the um, first responder showed up, since they were in green shirts with their badges, that she mistook, like, because, you know, obviously she she was out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to head back a little bit. Remember the roommate of Jan's son that they found odd and didn't want to talk? Yes. Well, first responders were being called to their residence now because he lit his place on fire and then slit his own throat. Oh, my God. Did he die? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they were obviously immediately dispatched there. And this is the only time that police were able to question him while he was in the hospital recovering. And he denies everything, and he said that he just didn't trust cops, and that's why he didn't want to talk to them at the apartment, or okay, the, whatever. I don't know if it was an apartment or a house, but right. uh, at the residence. And eventually he was ruled out as a suspect, and police moved on. And he's not the killer. Okay. He he's just suspicious. very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was ruled out, they moved on. So DNA for Henry's coworker, Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. as well as the DNA for his youngest son, came back, and to their surprise, neither one of them was a match. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. I know. It took me for a loop, too. Um, it seems like David just genuinely wanted to spend more time with his dad, and it just happened to be coincidence that it was, like, so close to his murder. Unless he hired someone. 
Unless, unless he did. We'll get it. We'll get into it. Okay. Sounds to me like he did. I'm thinking he did. <laughs> well, now it's December 10th. Go buy your jet ski, bro. Go buy your jet ski. He probably did. I wonder if he did. Oh, well, that... Well, I just gave it away, I guess. He's not the murderer. <laughs> he didn't hire anyone. Don't worry. All right. All right. All Dang. Right. I didn't mean to say that. I shouldn't have said it. Whatever. Anyway, now it's December 10th, and a woman calls police to report domestic violence. And when police arrive to the scene and arrest the male suspect, he said to them, I have information that will make you captain tonight. Ask my wife about the murder on Clark Road. What? Right? Ask my wife. Why Ask are you my wife. Her into this? Yeah, he's not even saying, like, I'll tell you for, like, a lesser sentence or whatever. Like, he's right. like, Ask my wife about this. Like, I have information. And there was also mention about a ring that the woman had, which made Detective Brewer think about a little something, because the only thing taken from the residence that they knew of were Jan's rings that she would take off at night to sleep. That's weird. Yeah, so it seemed like they knew a little bit more than they should have. Right. And it turns out that the woman that called is the former stepdaughter of Jan. So, oh. still kind of, I don't know how this all works. So These people get around. Right? <laughs> um, so, Jan's husband died. Okay. So, I think still legally it's her stepdaughter. I don't know Ooh, how it works with a death, though. Um, yeah, because I assume because they didn't divorce, then... Then so, legally, she's still her stepdaughter. Yeah. They didn't say former. I just said former because, like, her... I don't know. Right. I'm and she sure. hadn't remarried, so it wouldn't necessarily be... Fu- it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't Whatever. Know. It's her stepdaughter. And she's also living... So, Jan and Henry lived, like, their backyard backed up to this little lake. And it wasn't a very big lake. And directly across the lake is where... This woman, her stepdaughter, Layla, lived. And so, I don't know, it was just, like, really close proximity to where the murder took place. Right. And Jan hadn't even talked to her in years. Like, they were really, really close when her husband was still alive. And then after her husband died, they kind of, like, started to slowly drift apart, I guess. And Layla ended up moving out of her home and changing her number and jan was never able to get into contact with her after that that's so weird yeah and i guess they had like a little argument about um the ring that was missing from jan's house because it belonged to his father who i if i'm not mistaken it was a little bit unclear but i believe that it was um her mother's originally and then he gave it to jan i believe so it's like sentimental for yeah so they had a little bit of an argument about that and then after that she changed her number and moved out of that house so jan had no idea that she was even living in the same area anymore which is weird right especially to be like right there yeah right across the lake and it's not Tahoe. Like, across Tahoe is, like, an hour and a half away. Right. It's like It was, like, a ten-minute drive. It, you right. Know? Like, um, what is that? Lake 
ridge in Reno, that little tiny lake that's in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, basically. Um, so, the man, John. So, it was John and Layla. John recants everything, he said. And he said he just wanted to scare Layla. And that he only knew what the media was putting out. Which, why would you even say something if it was just, like, some random murder that you didn't know about? And she also didn't waver on any of the details of her story and told police that she would never kill anyone, which, of course, they're going to say that. But anyway, they kind of were let off and like they weren't really in the suspect zone yet at this point. And it wasn't until police took a look at John's driver's license that they really considered him a suspect because he was wearing a green shirt with a crown emblem. In the top left corner. Ooh. Was it his co- like dun, a dun, dun, dun. I actually don't know. It didn't say. Um, but that's when they started having detectives follow John and Layla around until they were able to obtain a sample of their DNA. So one of the de- one or two of the detectives arrived at a coffee shop that John and Layla were um, at waiting for their order. And John smelled two cigarettes while they were there. So they were able to grab those cigarette butts and have it sent in for comparison. Was it a match or not? It was a match. It was a match. It was a friggin' match. He's wearing the shirt. He's wearing the shirt. Yeah, it's obviously him. He's wearing the shirt. He's smoking the cigarettes. It's all I know. Like, the previous suspects seemed like suspects, but, like, now... Now he's... Yeah. However, the DNA was only on the one cigarette butt on the exterior of the home. There was nothing inside the home. They left zero traces of themselves inside that home. How, though? I I don't know. Like, they wore gloves. But even think about, like, man, do you know how much I shed? Right. Like, my hair comes out in clumps. Yeah. Like, I... No, my DNA would be everywhere if I went into Maybe a they home. they wore a swim cap. It's po- yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. But they did it. And that would be very easy for the defense to just wash away. You know, like... Right. Um, in the episode, they were saying, like, oh, they could have, like, the defense could have said, yeah, he goes fishing, and he dropped a cigarette butt because he's a smoker, and bam. Like, reasonable doubt. But, like, in their backyard, though. Well, they were literally on the lake. So, I mean, sure, it's weird, and, like, I would probably definitely second-guess that, but... But, like, it's still all circumstances. Yeah, and it's, like, a reasonable doubt in the jury's mind that, like, a possible reasonable doubt. So... As I'm sure you two know, and I'm sure many of our listeners know, um, I think we've talked about it, like, police can lie in interrogations. Yeah. So they brought in a box that said John's DNA and another box that said John's fingerprints to scare him, even though they had nothing on him except for that one cigarette butt. Right. And like I said, this is like a very frequently used tactic for police officers and they use it because it works. Yeah. Like, most of the time, it works. And they also, because Jan couldn't remember anything, they didn't have a composite sketch of her intruders or attackers. Right. Um, but they used his driver's license photo and made a composite sketch of his photo and said, who does this look like? Uh, and he knew it looked like him, but obviously he wasn't going to be like, well, it looks like, like me, yeah. <laughs> you know? And he continued to deny any type of involvement, but when they finally tell him that they literally have his DNA on that cigarette butt, 
he decides to start talking in exchange for a deal. He tells investigators that it was all Layla's idea and all her plan. Okay. And frankly, I believe him. I do believe him. We'll get into it. Um, She was under the impression, according to him, that if Jan and Henry were out of the way, she would inherit the house since that was the house that she grew up in. It was her father's house. It wasn't Jan's. Okay. And that's how she knew the house so well. Exactly, because she grew up into in it. Right. So when he died, Jan being the wife was the one that inherited it. But she believed that this was her house and that she was supposed to inherit it. Right. Because, I mean, it still would go to his next of kin, so it would be her. No. No? No, we'll get into it more in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, they cut the phone lines before walking in through the back door, in which Layla knew would be easy to open since she lived there. Right. And apparently, according to um, John, Layla attacked Henry and John attacked Jan. Okay. Which makes sense in his eyes because Jan is the one that didn't die. So if he is attacking the one that didn't die, he can't be charged with murder. He didn't murder anyone. Yeah. Um, Layla started getting frustrated because murdering someone is much harder than she realized. And... That's when she grabs a belt to start choking him. However, Jan's story is a little bit different. She claims that John is the one that killed Henry and that she is the one that attempted to kill Jan. Well, it makes more sense. One, she has a personal connection with Jan. And two, female on female, female, and female is, is going to be easier. way easier. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she claims that uh, she couldn't kill Jan. It was too hard for her. But recruited John when she wasn't able to do it, which makes sense because there was a male presence beating Jan, right. which is what she remembers. Right. And then they stood up and they're like, that should do it. Okay. Like, it was, I think they were both very much equally at fault with both of the situations. I mean, you don't go to a murder expecting to not murder someone. Like, exactly. <laughs> you, exactly. You know what you're doing. Either way, though, both stories place both suspects in the home as active participants and yeah so this is it um layla thought the house should be rightfully hers after the death of her father and angry was and was angry that jan had it however it's not true because typically when you're married it goes like your stuff goes to your spouse unless otherwise stated in your will Mm -hmm. and his will stated that it would all go to jan yeah but then if but then but she, oh, but then it's her next of kin. Exactly. God. Yes. So um, I do have it later on, but I'll just say it now. So even if Jan dies, the house still would not go to Layla. It would go to right. Jan's son. Right. Because she is technically now the owner. So it would go to her next exactly. of kin. Exactly. Not the previous owner. So she was just, she did this for literally no reason. Oh, I mean, bitch. yeah, and especially because Jan didn't die, that she obviously did it for no reason. But right. even if she did, she still would have done this for no reason at all. Did Jan get her rings back? That's a really good question, actually. They didn't mention that. Oh my gosh. I hope she did. I might do a little bit more digging and find that out. I hope she did too. Yeah. So, I don't know. She just. She thinks that, like, everything that her father had was rightfully hers, even though, like, legally, that's not how things work. Maybe she should have researched as much as David did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, David wasn't even a part of this, and he knew way more. Right. Um, yeah, it just, 
It makes me so mad. Like, she, it, she was just being such a disgusting, selfish bitch. And, like, that's not how life works. Like, no, you can't just, like... It's not. Kill someone to think... Like, to get what you think is rightfully yours. No. <laughs> like, legally, it's not yours. Like, get over it. Right. You know? Move I know on. it sucks, but, like, get over it. Like, move on with your life. I don't know. And, um... The only other thing taken from the house, which is... Like we said at the beginning, um, when everything was ransacked but nothing was taken, and I thought it looked staged, and they said they were looking for something in specific. Right. While they were looking for Hen, um, not Henry, uh, Layla's father's will. Um. Yeah. So it was something specific, and like I said, I think they were just trying to say yeah. like I knew that this was. Anyway, we're such good detectives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are good. Like they figured it out. I mean, but- yeah, but like. Yeah. And they figured it out in under a year, but still, like, I don't think they knew that. Um, yeah, so, and that's, I think that they went through all of this, fa- grabbed the rings, found the will, and that's when Layla found out that, like, it's not rightfully hers. Because in right. his will, it's listed as everything goes to Jan. Right. So, so it's, it's she, she owns it legally. What yes, exactly. So she literally did it for no reason. <sighs> mm. Um, anyway... The one question still remaining is, why did they cut down Henry's body with the razor? Right, yeah, I'm wondering that. So they asked Layla that, and Layla fully admitted that she was the one to do it, but she had no reason. Uh, We don't even know. We don't know. I don't know if she just felt like it. I literally hate her. Right? Yeah, that's horrific. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she's just sick in the head and took pleasure in it. Or, I don't, I don't know. She doesn't give a reason. And detectives in the episode still said, like, that's the one thing that haunts them. Like, why did she do that? I mean, there's just no reason for it. No, there's no reason at all. I think, I genuinely think that she just took pleasure in doing that. Like, my stepmother took all of this from me, and now you're helping her take all of this from me. Right. Type of thing. I, I don't know. I have no idea. It's weird. Ugh. So both of them were arrested for first-degree murder and attempted murder. In spring of 2000, both of them pled guilty to second-degree murder and burglary with assault and only got 20 years. 20 years? That's in 2000. It? That's crazy. That means that they're out. Oh, my God. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck they, you. They both got out. Y'all are pieces of shit. Amen. They both got out in 2015. One of them, um, Layla, she got out in 2015 with 10 years parole. So she is on parole being supervised until 2025. However, John got out, just got free. So he's not on parole or anything. He's just walking around living his life right now. But, I mean, he has no motivation to go back and do anything. I'm sure. Like, I don't, it didn't say, actually, I wonder if their age is in here. Pause, please. Not really pause. Um, so John was born in 59. So, I don't know. How old does that make him? It's 2022. So he's currently 63. And Jan was born in 58. So she's 64. So... What do you even do with your life at that point? Right. <laughs> you know? Like, how how do, you do you rebuild your how life? How do you get out of jail at 64 years old and just, like, 
Well, this would have been seven seven years ago. So he would have been 56, which is still like, how do you rebuild your life? Like, no one's going to hire you for anything. And if you do get hired somewhere, it's not going to be like a... You could be a dishwasher. Yeah, like it's not going to be somewhere that like you can live off of. Listen, I'm not hating on dishwashing. Dishwashing is like one of the most badass jobs that you can do. Well, it's like essential. You need a dishwasher. You need a dishwasher. Our dishwashers at my place of work are badass. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but they're out, and, um, also, just something to piss you guys off a little bit more. Oh, great. It's just one little thing, and then we're done. Um, it wasn't mentioned in the episode, but I did find in one of my sources that they had this sweet little labradoodle named Kissy. Kissy. Jan did? Yeah. Is Kissy okay? Kissy. Well, I mean, Kissy's probably dead now, but. She's definitely dead now it's been like 25 years since the murder (laughs) well i mean missy's never dying no missy's literally never gonna die but that's beside the point she's a special situation um she was kicked very hard in the head (gasps) fuck these people that's what i'm saying was she okay she was okay um she ended up staying with a neighbor where she was traumatized for a while but once Jan got home and was able to take care of her Labradoodle again, she lived a very long and happy, healthy life. Good. Fuck those people. I know. What? Don't kick a fucking dog. That's in what the I'm face. saying. Fucking. It's a Labradoodle. They're not going to attack you. Let's be real. Yeah, fucking dickbags. Um, this whole thing kind of reminds me of a thing that our family has, which is so stupid, I think, anyway. But um, my Nana once was like, would you like this ring? It's like super gaudy and like big and like old and I was like no I no I don't I would never wear it and she's like oh well I was kind of banking on the fact that you would and I was like no I don't want it um apparently <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, Sorry. apparently my nana had it from oh, who someone it's been in the family for a long time right and she um, gave it to her sister-in-law, so my great-aunt, and my great-aunt gave it to her daughter, who's my second cousin, and my nana didn't want my second cousin to have oh. it. Oh. So she, like, took it back <gasps> and was like, oh, this is gonna go to Sarah, because then I was born, so it was, like, an excuse to take it back. And so she was like, oh, well, that's supposed to go to Sarah, like, da-da-da-da-da. Um, and... St- my my second cousin was like pissed about it and there's this whole family feud for like years over this stupid ring and then my nana asked me if i wanted i said no and she's like do not tell anyone that and i was like (laughs) none of my family knows that this podcast exists except for your parents no my mom does my dad doesn't this is on my dad's side yeah. Okay, I love that. My mom's like, that fucking is so stupid drama. anyway. I know. So, <laughs> well, my I, family drama's ridiculous. So, I, I don't know. Have you met my family? My nana's probably gonna try to give the ring to Avery now. Oh, I've never even take, seen it. You should take it for her. I've never even seen it. It's in a, it's in a safety deposit it. box. You yeah, you should use just... it as a ring. You can make it a necklace. Or, or you can just right. have it as, like, a mom, not a momentum, like, a memory thing for... For her. I don't know. Like, you don't have to wear it. But, like, would I murder over this ring? No. Would Stacy murder over this ring? Probably not. Stacy, that's my sister's name. Yeah, it's my Shout out to my sister, I love you. My cousin's name. But, uh, yeah. That's stupid. Well, I wouldn't murder for anything, so. Alright, but, like, 
there are better reasons. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going to murder over a house and a ring. Yeah. Like, period. Go buy your own house and your own rings. Yeah, especially when they're not even going to be legally yours. Like, <laughs> do your true. research, like, David. Right, David had it all planned out. Also, David, I'm sorry that I made you sound very sketchy. I thought we... it was you, David. Yeah, um, you kind of made yourself seem sketchy, <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry I talked shit about your jet ski, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying, like, he probably did get a jet ski, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder. We just got a jet ski. Well, my roommate did. Oh, I, what? I love jet skis. Mm-hmm. Wait, my dad just bought a houseboat, so, I mean. Man, I don't have anything fun. My dad also has jet skis, so maybe when we go out on the houseboat, we can also go out on the jet skis. I, I hope so. I love jet skis. Let's when are we going? Can we plan that? Yeah, let's take a trip. We don't have to go to Oregon. It's in Shasta. I know. That's what I'm saying. We should oh, take a trip. Just stay in our state. Oh, yeah. what the heck? I'd go to Shasta. Well, there's a fire at Shasta right now. Mm, I believe that. That's but, a f- um, summer. <laughs> I'm down to go still. When the fire's over. Yeah. Heck yeah. So. My dad would be thrilled to have us. I'm sure. Yeah. Doran. Doran. Love you, Doran. That's so funny. There was a beach near where I grew up called yes. Doran Beach. My mom's been there. She sent him a picture of it. I love it. <laughs> Doran Beach is beautiful, too. Yeah, it's spelled the same way, too. Yeah. D-O-R-A-N? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doran Beach? Yep. Doran Mom's O'Donnell. Doran O'Donnell. Fun fact, you guys. My last name is supposed to be O'Donnell, and it's not. Ew, my don't, don't ask how my mom won that because I still don't really understand it either. <laughs> if I, if I, I like Tip Up though. Yeah. It's so much Soon easier. To be Tiffany Chathaway. Yeah. I know, and that's so much more difficult. I'm just gonna, no, it's not. Tiffany Chathaway? I have three letters for my last name, Bailey. Tiffany Chathaway. EPP. It's so easy. Short and sweet. Everyone yeah, loves yeah, it. Yeah, I have EPP. Yeah. If easy. I had not been adopted, my last name would have been Tommy. I don't know if you should say that. Why? I don't know. There's, I'm sure I'm there's more than one family out there with that last name. <laughs> Sarah Tony? Oh, yeah, but her name might not Hi, have Sarah been Sarah. I uh, know, it would have been Emma. Emma <gasps> Tawny? Yeah. I could see you as an Emma. I could see you as an Emma, but he, because I know you as a Sarah, you're definitely Sarah, you yeah. know? I'm not an Emma. <laughs> it's okay, my name was supposed to be Mariah. My brother's name was supposed to my be My name was going to be Trinity. Oh, oh which is like really that. bad. Don't like that. I know. You can blame my mom for that. Like, it's not <laughs> a bad name, it's just, like, not good for you. Yeah. No, I like Bailey. Um, My brother's name was supposed to be David, because that's my grandpa's name, my dad's dad's name. And they agreed on David. Everything was embroidered with David. Everything was David. Oh my god, no. My brother's born, and my mom was like, I don't want him to have that fucking name. So <laughs> she changed it last second to Jacob, brought Jacob home, was like, hey, this is Jacob. And everyone's like, who the fuck is Jacob? Where's David? <laughs> my brother was supposed to be Christopher Ryan, and now he's Tyler Michael. And I was supposed to be Mariah Ew. something, and I'm Tiffany Michelle. But what's funny is that my brother was supposed to be Christopher Ryan, and now my mom's brother, my uncle, his son's name is Ryan Christopher. Oh. And, like, not even thinking about, like, my mom. That's just what they came up with. Huh. My dad just named me Sarah because it was the first name he could think of. That's okay. My mom talked, or my dad talked my mom out of Mariah. Yeah, I don't And like so I don't, I, I guess this is how this happened. I, I don't know. Dad, correct me if I'm wrong. Mom, correct me if I'm wrong. I know you both listen. Um, but... My dad was like, there's no way you're naming my daughter Mariah up. Like, that sounds like a disease. Oh, I don't like that. Right? No. He's like, it sounds like a disease. And she was like, well, then what do you want? And he was like, well, what about Tiffany? And she was like, 
then I want her last or her middle name to be Michelle. And he was like, no, that's Stacy's middle name. My sister's middle name is Michelle. Yeah. And, and my mom was like, Mariah, it is. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> and my dad was like, okay, fine, Tiffany, Michelle. Like, they'll have the same middle name, whatever. Yeah, I'm so glad it's Mariah. I know people that, like, that are siblings have the same middle name. Yeah, me and Stacey do. It's fine. Hers is spelled differently, though. She has an S in hers. What? And no E at the end. Ew. Sorry. (laughs) No, hers is unique. Mine's basic. (laughs) Uh, My middle name is Marie, so basic as shit. Very basic, yeah. Mine's Margaret. (laughs) It's an old lady name. Mm -hmm. I know, I love it. It's my grandma's name and my aunt's name. I love it. It's my grandma on my mom's side, my aunt on my dad's side. I mean, Avery's middle name is... Like an old lady name. What is it? Denise. Oh, that's right, yeah. No, I've known um, Denise is younger than me. Really? Yeah. Like oh. first names. Denise. And, um, Denise. Present. I actually knew, I met a girl on a cruise. Her name was Marjorie. We, I mean, we um, don't talk anymore, yeah. like we, but we still have each other on socials. Marjorie. Marjorie. And she went by better. Margie, but she's like oh. three years younger than me. I don't like Margie. Mar- I think Margie's so cute. I don't know about that. But yeah, her name was like Marjorie, Marjorie and she would always get compliments on it from like older women saying like, I can't believe like we're trying to get it back or like whatever. <laughs> no. um, okay. Are we ready to go? Yeah. yeah. My fiance just got home. Cool. So that you my hear any fiance. of that. And who is it? Rex or uh, Capone? Capone? Yeah. Capone just ran out the front door like, bye guys. I'm going to go eat by a coyote. Alrighty guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love and, you guys. And remember... Don't be, be evil. Oh. oh, we screwed that up real fast. All, All right. right, don't Just, be evil. Don't do it. Don't be it. We love you guys. Love you. Hey, bye. do you want to say bye? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>